Hello, Kristen here. Before we get into this episode, I wanted to tell you that the antidote is a thing that's happening. It's a series of monthly gatherings that will help you return to your body and your being over and over again in the face of, you know, 2024, election insanity, climate change, global wars, your own personal stuff, other stuff. It's crazy out there. And it's easy to abandon yourself and freak out. The antidote is for bringing you home to yourself so that you can be safe in your being even when the world outside of you feels objectively unsafe. And because everybody's marketing at you and there's no reason for you to believe me, you can head to jointheantidote.com to grab a free recording of the first session that happened this week so you can feel it instead of thinking about it to see if it's a good match for you. That is jointheantidote.com. Scroll all the way down and you will see a place to pop your email address in and grab the recording. Hello, and welcome to this episode of That's What She Said. I have been thinking about this episode uh, for about a week now, waiting for it to like inspire me to record it instead of just rolling around in my brain. And uh, it decided that it was desperately needed to talk to you right now. And I am in the bathtub. So just deal with it. Okay. Like I'm, I'm in California. Um, I'm doing another breathwork training. So I'm at an Airbnb in a big giant bathtub with a bubble bath. So if you hear telltale bubble bathy sounds slash the little, the popping of bubbles that just continuously accompanies the bubble bath. Yeah. You're not making that up. That's happening, but we're not making it weird. So we're moving on. Today is about showing your work. So here's a thing that I've noticed that um, especially the females in the group will relate to, I think will relate to, uh, how much work you do on a daily basis, but oftentimes how much of that work is invisible. Um, and maybe it's invisible because you just don't want to bother anybody with it. Or maybe it's invisible because, uh, you just, you're doing too much work and you don't have time to stop and tell anyone enough information to get them to do it for you or to help you with it. Uh, or maybe it's just because you don't value it. Or maybe it's because you're like, no one cares anyway. No one's going to help me. Everyone hates me. Might as well go and eat worms. Whatever it is in any portion of a day, there's work that you do that's invisible. And that's not the problem. The problem is not invisible work. The problem is resenting the people who do not see your invisible work, even though you have not made it visible. For example, at some point this summer, I was having this recurring problem with being really, really frustrated on days that I go to the beach, which is Wednesday. It's like sacred, holy beach day. Saturdays and Sundays at the New Jersey shore, nightmares, super crowded, 
bros everywhere with like arms so big that they can't put them down. They just have to remain like firmly flexed and at their sides at all times. Um, and so that, that scene's not my favorite Wednesdays, like half as many people. Amazing. Uh, so I was like, okay, bear, let's, uh, let's go to the beach. And he'd be like, cool. And he would pull up some music cause he's a DJ and be like, let's go. Um, not that he talks like that. That's just my making fun of bear voice. And I would be like, okay, but okay, but I'm not ready. And he was like, but you like, I, I don't understand. So finally I was like, okay, this is what I mean when I say, let's go to the beach. What I mean is, um, we have to pack towels. We have to pack suitcases. We have to get sunscreen. We have to have meals. We have to bring the cooler up from the basement. We have to fill the cooler with ice. We have to put food into it. We have to refill our water bottles so that we're not just lugging plastic bottles that we're going to throw away because then I feel like a bad person with the environment. Uh, we have to feed the animals. We have to water the animals. We have to nut the lawn because we're still trying to attract crows, even though they don't give a shit and the squirrels take all the nuts. That's fine. And, um, and then just for good measure, we have to make sure the house is genuinely or generally like tidy so that I don't walk home at the end of the day into like an explosion of laundry or something. And I wrote that list all out, like on a to-do list on a piece of paper, stuck it on the refrigerator. And that's where I lived for the rest of the summer. And so when it was like, are we ready to go? Okay. Have we done all of these things? If no, then we divide and conquer. If yes, we're ready to go. That making the work visible caused 95% less resentment about like the internal story that I have about, he doesn't care. He doesn't, uh, he doesn't want to help. Um, he's lazy. He's what? No, none of those things. I'm making that up because he's just unaware of the internal checklist that I'm checking off before we go to the beach. Is that a stupid example or it's, it's a small example? Absolutely. Is that a privileged example? Absolutely. Because we're talking about going to the beach. This is not life and death here. My point is that if we can, if I can do it in such a small place, I can guarantee that I've also done it in much larger places. And then it breeds resentment like crazy. Cause if I can be resentful about like the 10 minutes it takes to do all that stuff in the morning, I can be much more resentful about much larger issues, right? So I've talked to clients recently who are like, well, I just, I'm overwhelmed. I'm overworked. I need, I can't stop doing everything. My, I'm sorry. I can't stop doing everything myself. That's a true statement. They can't, but they know that they need to. And so I'm like, is there anything you can take off their plate? Write down every single thing that you do during a day. Is there anyone that you can ask for help with any part of this, no matter how small a task? And inevitably it's like, well, I mean, like both parents don't have to go and watch soccer practice. I'm like, that's correct. They do not. You could alternate. Uh, in fact, no parents have to go and watch soccer practice because you could alternate with your neighbor and then you have to go every other day. One of you has to go every other day instead of both parents going every time. Or both kids don't have to drop the, the kids off at school. I'm sorry, both parents don't have to drop the kids off at school. Or in fact, both parents don't have to be awake. Uh, when the kids are getting ready for school, that was a revolution in uh, a, a couple that's close to me. Revolution in their lives was like, dad wakes up with the kids, mom sleeps in a little later, is so much happier for the entire day. It's a win for everyone. 
Um, so where are the places where you are not making work visible and more importantly, resenting the people who don't, do not see your invisible work. That's the important part. So if there's any place that you look for resentment in your work, you'll also notice that there's going to be an opportunity for you to ask for help, which is gross and terrible and awful, but also vitally necessary to your growth as a human being. Okay. That's step one or phase one, or maybe not numbered at all, whatever. Uh, step two, phase two, maybe not numbered at all. That's fine. Different topic, uh, is the place where you do not make your work visible to clients or potential clients. I am notorious for this from calling it out right now. Um, I do really, uh, deep work on myself and on behalf of myself. And I'm almost always taking a class, a training, a program, and then I don't talk about it. I don't call it out. I don't add it to my list of accomplishments. Um, and I don't say, Hey, I'm actually working really hard at this thing. So this is me saying, Hey, breathwork is this thing that I do for my own personal benefit. It's like my, um, energetic reset, um, slash scrub down that I do at least once a week. And I'm also trained in being a practitioner for others. And that training means that I have spent time in New York this year training. And I've spent right now time in LA this year training. And I will be in um, a couple of places next year with ongoing training. And that that takes time. It takes energy. It takes money. It takes deep leaning into discomfort. And that I do all of that to make it easier for me to hold space for you to be less judgmental of anything that you bring my way and to be more capable of supporting you as you grow your being and or your business. And this work can easily just be like, ah, yeah, she's at an Airbnb in a bathtub. How hard is that? The answer is <laughs> breathwork is really intense and the bathtub is my reward. And the amount of interior work it takes to be able to, uh, to facilitate individual work and group work and to be able to do this as a practice on my own. It's a tremendous amount of work. So this is me making it visible. So if there's something that you're like, yeah, I don't know, should I tell my clients that it takes like three and a half hours to edit those 20 images? Yeah, you should, because that's really important because they might think that you are just bang magic and that things come out of your camera looking perfect. Or like with video editing, how long it takes to do video editing. So if someone is like, listen, it's a one minute video. How hard was that? Whoa. Okay. That was how many hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of capture plus edit. And then you get it down to that one minute, break it down for people because they don't know. Or if you write copy for people and they're like, yeah, like, I don't know how long did it take you an hour. And you're like, okay, well, that was 11 hours. Let people know, make your work visible, show your work. This is me splashing around in the bathtub. <laughs> show your work wherever possible. And remember that I don't get to resent my people, my clients, potential clients, any humans. And I'm like, why aren't you doing breath work? It's really fucking amazing. And I don't fucking know. Number one, I'm clearly not talking about it enough. Two, I haven't emphasized how amazing it is in my life. And three, I'm not making that work visible enough the interior work that I'm doing, the training work that I'm doing, the practitioner-ing that I'm doing, 
It's my job to make that work visible. So where can you make the work that you do more visible? Where can you show your work? It's probably easier with uh, clients, potential clients or people that you get paid to interact with, but it can also be really, really uh, close to home, like with your mom or your partner or um, friends, um, people that are close to you or roommates that live with you. Anyone that you inhabit a space with is sort of the first on the list for like, where can you show your work? Because the amount of resentment that you lose or give up when you just ask people to pay attention to the work that you do and then take some of it off your plate, even if it's 4%, it's still 4% you don't have to do. That's amazing, right? So start there. And if you'd like, you can let me know what you're going to do. You can show me your work if you want. That's fine. I'm at k at kristenkelp.com. And um, I would love to see what you're doing, and more importantly, what you are gently pushing off your plate for other people to do, because you don't have to do it all by yourself. You don't have to do this all alone, whether this is being human, being a parent, being a partner, um, breathwork, business, any of it. You don't have to do it alone. You can, <laughs> but you don't have to. So... If you would like uh, kristenkelp.com slash breathwork dash session, or just go to kristenkelp.com, click on breathwork. I've got a few individual one-on-one -on -one spaces left. Um, I cannot overstate how amazing and wonderful and lovely breathwork can be uh, for your soul's expansion. No biggie. Um, otherwise, may you know all the way to the core of your being that your work matters and that people are willing to help you do it. But you are going to have to articulate what you need. May you release resentments you've held against people or families or groups of people over the years about work uh, that's been invisible for a long time. May you find the energy you need to make that work visible and may you do it with unprecedented amounts of joy. Thank you so much for listening. I hope to hear from you soon. And um, thank you, always. You're on top of the world again. You're cool and you know. You're a star, you know. You're on top of the world again Thank you for listening. One more time, The Antidote is a series of monthly gatherings to help you come back to your body, your being, and your breath when it's most likely that you'll self-abandon. The antidote is the antidote to trying to do everything all alone, all by yourself, while you grow more stressed and you're generally freaking out and telling everyone you're fine, while quietly, or not so quietly, scream-sobbing in a private place between tasks. Let's not do that. Let's try something different. This is a really simple format, one gathering a month, 
on the first Tuesday of the month until the 2024 election. So we're practicing the skills that we will need in November now. And we're getting really comfortable with body, breath, and being now. And that's available to you at jointheantidote.com. There's a free recording. You can sign up. You can get more details. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy.